Welcome to the Under the Bogan Villa podcast. Here we discuss health and sustainability, practical tools to improve your inner peace and joy, as well as your everlasting footprint on our beautiful planet. Your hosts are myself, Lexi Monselio, and my handsome Viking partner, Lawrence. Please enjoy the show. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Under the Boga Villa. Before um, we jump in today... Before you jump in, before, <laughs> before we jump in, <laughs> I wanted to... Today's podcast is sponsored by Rock no, no, Candle. <laughs> no, before we get to your candles, okay. I wanted to find out if anyone has any opinions on the new intro, because we had a few comments on our last episode about bringing back just Lawrence. Oh. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to put the word out there and see if anyone else had feelings about this, because I do feel like it's like... We're a little bit one-dimensional now, if I'm being honest. Because it's the just intro. me. Yeah. But I also say some things, don't I? No, it's just me. <laughs> oh. And it's really boring. I think it's boring. Anyway, yeah, we'll... Give us some feedback. Give us some feedback. Also, I don't know. Do we even need an intro? What is the opinion out there? <laughs> a shorter one? Yeah, do you guys... Do we need to explain this Do you shit? guys usually skip the intro? Because yeah. if everyone skips the intro... But also, if it's 15 like seconds. five-second thing... Hey, it's us. Hey, what's up? Yo, baby, what's no, we're up? Not, you're no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> That's why it's only you on the intro. <laughs> okay, well, over to our sponsor. Okay, no, so it's to, not real. Today's not a real sponsor, sponsor... There's no money involved. <laughs> ...is from Rock Candle. They provided us all the candles by which we sit. Lawrence, made, Lawrence made them. So I put a candle on a rock, and I was like, this is the best idea ever. I'm going to sell this as rock candles. I'm not in agreement with this. So today's or the Instagram post for this will be the rock candle. (laughs) Oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) You're not getting me off this idea. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, we'll post a video about the this. It's I don't think it's as amazing as it is being made out to be. It is the <laughs> but it's kind of cute, I think. Revolutionary it's like thing. quite an interesting coaster. Uh, what's a candle holder? <laughs> All right. So today's episode is um, quite personal to me. So it's quite a, a radically deep one. So if you're not interested in that, then maybe it's not the one for you. Then, um, just, then only buy a rock candle. <laughs> So, Lawrence might not talk that much, not that, I mean, I'm always the one who blabbers on the most, but, um, yeah, it is, uh, wow, like, I just had an experience this week, this past weekend that was completely transcendent, and, like, my spirituality has awoken, you know, and I've been very no way when it comes to like a spiritual connection for probably 10 years or 12 15 years i don't know i grew up in a very conservative christian home so there was a lot of uh like a lot of dogmatic behavior and legalism and it, it, like it's not to any it's not no one did anything wrong like everyone was doing the best that they thought they were doing at the time with what they had and like bless my parents for trying so hard to get us on a path that they thought was was good you know it was mm-hmm. it's definitely not yeah but anyway my relationship with the church deteriorated because of a whole lot of different events and 
obviously I was like, obviously I, I was quite different as a child. I was like really social, but also and super antisocial at the same time <laughs> and very artsy and I didn't like sports and I was like afraid of everyone. And I really struggled to make friends at school. Um, I just, girls didn't really like me that much and I didn't really like them either. And uh, yeah, um, I think being different and being different in a church environment is exceptionally hard because it's it's already it's like uber con- it's more the most conservative space. Yeah, generally. being being a little bit different in school is a little bit different because there's a wider group of people yeah. who are a little bit different. So for university, but when church comes into play, there's a, like a small circle, and they are also similar. Yeah, yeah they're like yeah. collect. You know, it's a collective of really similar people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to grow up in an environment where you know, you're the only one who's, I don't know, wearing stripy leggings or whatever Have stupid shit. Um, black painted nails. Yeah, I wasn't that example? dark in the beginning. I, I became dark when I left the church. Ah. I went in an emo punk rock phase because I was like rebelling. But even then I was still really just a fairy. I was like <laughs> a little pixie punk, not like a real punk. <laughs> I tried to listen to metal, but I just really couldn't get into it. So, <laughs> tried to listen to metal, but also loved the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, and Taylor Swift, man, that's my jam. When I was in my twi- early twenties. So anyway, um, when I was like nineteen-ish, twenty, twenty-one, I can't really remember. Nineteen, I think. I I officially like. What what would the word be? Like I revoked. Left the church. What did that guy use in that Lord of the Rings move that he when he said I the bad guy in Rings of Power? Is it Rings of Power? Yeah. No man, it was another movie with Christian Bale. Is this the same thing? Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. I denounce what did he say? I denounce you as well. I denounce you. It's such a good word. I don't think it's a anyway. He said I denounce I'm going way too far off on a random tangent here, sorry. So (laughs) So I left the church and I'm just giving a bit of context to this experience. And then was very like non-spiritual or agnostic or whatever you want to call the word, sometimes quite atheist, sometimes not. And then I started yoga and that obviously has like a meditative and spiritual element. It's not, it's not as spiritual as what people used to think. Like when I grew up, my dad was like, yoga is, is evil, it's from the devil, it's not in the Bible, you're not allowed to do that. Karate is also yeah. like for witches. Exactly. And I mean, I, I get it now looking back, everyone just is so afraid of anything different. But, mm. but it, it has like a spiritual element and there's obviously this mention of divine, which can represent different things to different people. Like it can be the highest version of yourself, which means you're not really like, it's not an exterior being of sorts it's more just like a space that you take your mind or it could be the creator which is a being of sorts or it could be the universe together the collected consciousness could be mother earth it could be like whatever so the yoga is like quite accepting in that sense it's like you know just pursuing the greatest good of ourselves in the world yeah franklin is chewing this thing so intensely over here oh dog sorry um so anyway the yoga kind of sparked a little bit of this curiosity around spirituality and obviously our first few shroom trips where there was this like realization that that connection that connectedness of the 
oh, that yeah, world, yeah. that living or collected consciousness and like shared life experience, that kind of thing also like lends itself t- to the question of like someone must have created or been a part of like what why is there one like why is it one i mean obviously yeah. we evolved anyway so we started exploring it a little bit more and then um a friend of mine who is also in the restaurant industry who also ice baths and meditates and <laughs> like talks journals and talks to herself and tries to um elevate beyond where she is be- to deal with her stressful life and like treat people better and she's like on a similar kind of um self-exploration path said to me she did a san pedro hike a couple weeks ago um she was saying she's going and i was like oh my word i'm so excited to hear what it's like because i'm so curious about these things because i've always kind of wondered but never been brave enough to actually think about going Mm -hmm. and when she said she's going i was like shit maybe maybe that's what i need because so some extra context is i've been in quite a difficult space for a long time i'm sure i've mentioned this in some of the other podcasts like mentally my mental health has been trash <laughs> i've been very emotional and unstable and like having um a lot of anxious anxiety i'm not um not supposed to use that word ice, ice the ice feeling um yeah like overwhelm with just yeah i guess all the trauma related to the last few years and then also it's sort of brought out more trauma from childhood experiences school experiences like adult experiences so it just kind of it was like the floodgates of my day-to-day experiences yeah just everything together the walls just came down and everything came out all at the same time and it's been very difficult to deal with and i've been seeing really good um therapists and like not taking medication because i'm not i want to heal like I want to overcome this as opposed to numb through it and then get to the other side. I want to, I want to experience it and know better next time, etc., etc. So maybe mad method, but here, here we are. <laughs> it's an um, alternative method. Yeah. And obviously we do, we do smoke a bit of weed, which does take the edge off every now and then. So it's quite nice. Anyway, I digress. So for Natasha. Those, for those who don't know, San Pedro is a columnar cactus that's found in the Andes mountains originally in South America. Mm, thank you. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, a couple who runs these San Pedro retreats, which Natasha went to. Uh, my friend, I should probably shouldn't say people's names so flippantly in this. Thing. Anyway. Um, yeah, she said the, the hike experience on San Pedro was life-changing. Like she had this deep, like connection to the earth and whatever and herself and she explored some concepts of love and this and that and it was really like opening mind opening for her so i said you know what i think i'm gonna go to the next one and she was like okay there's one in two weeks are you coming i was like Ta-da. okay i'm doing it i'm going um and she says okay it's a spring dance then she gives me the numbers to call and i say to lawrence uh i think i need to like I think this is the universe telling me to go and do this or like I need to do this yeah and he um while researching furiously was very supportive (laughs) just making sure that I'll be safe I mean that's the best way you could possibly have put it I think I was a bit of a dick no I don't think you're just protective I think it's fine yeah I think the uncertainty because I haven't heard of it before 
I was like... And because it wasn't your idea. Another fucking one. <laughs> like, another different one. Like Another how, different drug. How many different drugs are yeah. there? Yeah. Um, and then after reading up on, on it, I found a few, don't quote me on the similarities between antidepressants and however this thing works. Works, yeah. So then I was supportive of the idea. Yeah, and we decided it would be good for me to go alone because I also... You know, I've been feeling like a lesser version of myself in the past couple of months because of this depression and anxiety and it affects people and it affects me and it like, yeah, just was like, it made sense to kind of go and take this space to try and reconnect with myself. Mm-hmm. So we, my book and this couple that runs the retreat, Ryan and Leanne, um, super sweet and everything's like, seems very... Like they're very um, informative and they fo- give you a phone call and they're like run you through how the day is going to work and what you should expect. And if you're on any medication, blah, 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 very thorough black background sort of thing, which just makes you feel quite safe, which is cool. Mm. And then they had this spring dance on this like Dacha farm <laughs> <laughs> out in Lanseria. And we actually want to get the owners of that farm onto this podcast, Myrtle and um, what's that other guy's name? Jules, I think. And they're like the advocates for cannabis regulation change and like evolution in South Africa. And they're like one of the reasons that the decriminalization happened. Yeah. Um, and they went through a lot and sacrificed a lot. Anyway, it's a very interesting space. So there's like uh, newspaper clippings all over the walls and cannabis patterns and mosaics everywhere. They have this like mosaic pineapple backsplash above their stove. Like oh, wow, such character filled space. And it was beautiful. Like very relaxed, not fancy or anything like lots of like different colored throws and different kind of furniture you can see they also looks like they mosaiced everything because they just got bits and pieces of tiles so but it's stunning and like comes together really nicely and when we arrived um shame ryan and leanne actually had a blowout on the way there and I don't know what that means. On the, in their tire, on the car, on the highway. Oh, so it was quite intense. hectic. And someone stopped and helped them. And apparently it was quite, obviously also like the universe was like giving them hurdles on the way or whatever. Anyway, yeah. um, they arrive a little bit frazzled because of that. And then we realize, I realized there's only four of us participating in this dance, which I was like not uncomfortable with but surprised I was like okay it's quite intimate you know Mm. so Leanne and Ryan who run it don't partake they just kind of facilitate and don't partake I don't facilitate (laughs) and like so they set Mm. up like an altar in the middle of the grass where there was um, colour petals and they pick a a colour for the day and like so it was the spring cleansing and renewal and and blossoming that was the theme for the day so they had these beautiful flowers yellow flowers and like little bowls of water they didn't fully explain all of that so I'm not entirely sure all the significance they kind of mentioned a few things but also so much information at the same time (laughs) and then you all kind of gather around with some yoga mats and blankets and whatever you've brought and um, you take the San Pedro which is a juice like a yeah it's like a cactus juice which tastes pretty shit (laughs) and you have the option to add um, powdered mushrooms to sort of enhance and elevate the experience so I I was like listen I'm here to heal hey so just chuck it all in there <laughs> I'm going maximum dosage um, yeah like all in balls of the wall 
healing time, I'm ready to face the darkness. So the liquid in San Pedro Cactus is actually mescaline for those who are aware. Okay. It works on the 2A and 4A um, serotonin receptors in the brain. Oh. It acts as a serotonin reuptake inhibitor. I don't Very know much the same way as what antidepressants work. Oh. Yeah. So that's why I feel so good. <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> I can't. I can't give the reasons. Okay. So um, I started with the glass of San Pedro and one and a half grams of powdered mushrooms, but so every mushroom experience for me, I get waves of nausea, like in the mm. beginning when it's processing, and. I was quite scared about how this would react in my body and the nausea and running nose and like different things that would happen. Um, and they were actually coincidentally, two of the ladies were talking about it while we were taking and they were saying it's for them, it's been different every time. And then no, because of all the like Leanne and Ryan work and this is what they do. They facilitate mm. healing ceremonies or whatever. Um, it's apparently that's the toxin taking out the med like sorry the, the medicine of the mushroom and the san pedro taking out your toxins and your body's purging in some way so some people get super nauseous and then they might even like vomit um but it's like your body needs to get something out or your nose is running and it's a similar thing or you mm. yeah whatever i don't know but i for the first time had n- no negative effects so i went into this thing thinking okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry a lot. I'm gonna be hot. It's gonna be so hard because I've got all this shit to face. And I need to figure out. It's gonna be a war. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to war. I was so ready, and <laughs> from the beginning, I was like, "This is so chilled." Maybe I didn't take enough. Like always in the beginning, I'm like, "This isn't working on me," but um, I just kind of was like, "Okay, this is nice. I'm not gonna actually an- anticipate." the the shit anymore I'm just gonna roll with it because I'm here to roll with it and this works in its own way so let me see how it works Mm. so you start with like a meditation where you're lying on your back and you do a long breathing exercise which was quite interesting it was four seven eight so in for four hold for seven counts and then out for eight so that was quite good because like calms you and grounds Mm. you really well and then they kind of do a little bit of like a body meditation like relax your muscles do this do that da 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 and then they leave you for some minutes to rest. So they give you like resting periods. Oh, and then obviously there you're kind of setting your intention and and, and calming your mind and like, rec- yeah, I guess assessing why you're there and what you hope to get out of this. So I was like, okay, I'm here to heal and like find myself again or whatever. Um, and then you they kind of come and they say, okay, we're going to start the music soon. We're going to gather around and we... Um, gathered around the little altar and then they opened the ceremony the dance ceremony with the pipe which is like oh, a yeah. tobacco pipe which I didn't know um, and I'd like to do some more re- you can do more research on this because <laughs> I probably won't but tobacco is like the first ancient medicine plant medicine so um, Michael Pollan also said in that documentary oh. so his first vid- first part of his episode was when he smoked tobacco oh. in the traditional way and he was like tripping balls oh 
tobacco. On how to change your mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we should watch that again. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I just took a couple puffs, which I instantly regretted because I hate the taste of tobacco and I could just smell it and taste it mm. on myself for the rest of the day. But So you don't have to, but you take the pipe around and set your intention or say a few words with the pipe. Um, and then they set it aside and then they start the music and you kind of they talk you through the intro to the dance so they're like start feeling your body start feeling the space around you start connecting to like the feelings of your muscles stretching and expanding finding rhythm like mm. whatever it was really nice because obviously you don't really know what to do I mean yeah you're we, just standing there like standing there was a point the in like, <laughs> in the beginning Natasha some of the girls were like it almost looked like we were in a little dance circle at matric dance or like yeah. a high school thing because you're kind of just shuffling around <laughs> But everyone loosened up and found their rhythm in the end. But um, yeah, it was, the sun was shining. It was like outside on the grass, the trees were beautiful. And it's not like hallucinogenic, the San Pedro. There's a little bit of luminousness. Like everything was kind of yeah. illuminate and beautiful, but not moving and, yeah. and like whatever, do, dripping. Do you know why? Why? Works similar as MDMA, which also doesn't give you visual effects. Okay. It works on the empathetic center instead of more the visualization. Oh. So it's more about feeling. That's why it speaks directly to the serotonin, where psilocybin doesn't speak to serotonin, it speaks to the visual and other effects. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I was just get gesturing that he must announce, like, speak like he's not just next just to me on the couch. Just <laughs> your um, Okay, so then, so you kind of start, so the rounds of dance are like 45 minutes or an hour or something like that. That's a long dance, man. Yeah, and you kind of, they encourage you to move all the parts of your body through that time. So obviously you don't have to be running around like a crazy person, which is kind of what I did most of the time. <laughs> um, but to like get your legs involved and move your hips and your torso around and be like up and down and kind of have like multiple spatial movements. Yeah. Um, I obviously got quite into it because I actually love dancing. And I said to Lawrence on the way back, I was like, oh, in another life, I would have definitely been a ballerina or a dancer. Like, I love it. I'm not very good because I haven't done it ever. But it feels natural and it feels nice. And mm. so I did like what I would say is yogic dance because <laughs> it was very like based on like I did a lot of yoga movements, but with a bit more fluid fluidity, mm. which was really fun and felt so good. And like it just was not what I expected at all. I just didn't have any sh- shadow, you know, I was like, this is beautiful moments. I'm like connecting to the I could feel like the earth underneath my feet and there were thorns and shit and it was quite actually quite painful because my feet I felt the earth also a lot of fucking thorns yeah I mean I'm still a human being right I'm not like transcendent into the divine yes but yeah it was uh, not it wasn't like comfortable all the time but it was perfect and beautiful and like everyone was there for like a similar or the same reason or aligned in like the energy and the space or the contribution and everyone felt like like at first it was a bit uneasy because obviously you don't know these people at all and it's very vulnerable this thing mm. that you're doing but see everyone relaxing into it and like yeah kind of settling and, and um, getting more comfortable 
And so yeah, the first round of dance was like pretty pretty cool. I wouldn't. I did move around a lot, and the others did tend to stay more still. So I was kind of like going in. You around. did tell me that you danced around everybody. I did. I danced not like a weird, like not in their face, but no, I kind no, of no. moved in yeah. and out. Because for me, the it was also like there was dappled sunlight in some places and full sun and then uh, some shade and it was just nice to kind of move around those spaces and the grass was softer in certain areas but then other areas were like had more sun so then I'd move around anyway also the way I was dancing was very like energetic and, yeah. and Natasha called it acrobatic at one point mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then so then oh, you, you take a break and you kind of take 15 minutes to rest a little bit where some people got um, just like quite emotional or like overwhelmed and other people were journaling I say people like the four of us <laughs> I, and I was just so calm like I was like this is where I am I don't need to think about anyone else I don't need to like worry about anything right now I'm just going to be grateful to like be outside and be here yeah and it was so refreshing because I don't think I felt that in months if not like years you know where I was just totally unashamedly and unapologetically present and and told and I (laughs) frankly and yeah and like I was trying to comfort um people that were crying but usually that kind of energy would affect me so intensely in a shroom space because the shrooms were like still present it wasn't the san pedro it's like different to a normal shroom experience but i still had like a little bit of the shapes anyway and it just did not phase me i was like you are on your journey and i am on mine (laughs) and this is so fine like you can do that and i don't feel like i need to take it on you know and i spend most of my life trying to take on everyone else's emotions because it's just i don't know why we're gonna eventually find out why we'll find out (laughs) nature you know so it was very refreshing and very empowering to kind of feel that way which was really great and then in in the in the break we did the first of four what they call family constellations so oh and the whole time obviously Leanne and Ryan are kind of coming in they dance a bit they go out they like leave you they come back they check how you're doing they like whatever Mm. talk you through phases remind you to be present to be grounded so it's very like controlled and loving environment which is quite nice and um, yeah then then they did these family constellations so the way that it works is because there were four of us it kind of worked out because everyone participated every round yeah but someone is nominated to go first so let's use different names so let's say um give me a girl's name uh samantha okay let's say sam goes first and then she nominates jade <laughs> <laughs> you so, just keep asking me. I'm a name generator. Okay, I'll come down now. So, so say Sam is the first person who's who's uh, been selected. Then she nominates a person. Let's say she nominates Jade mm-hmm. to enter the space in between. Now you formed a circle. We're sitting in a circle. Yeah. So then you nominate a person to to stand in that space, and the idea is that you step into the space, and then 
as if you're stepping into the life of the person who's nominated you. Yeah. Sam. So Samantha. So this this person steps in and she's like, I am now Jade. No, Jade steps in and is now Samantha. Oh, Jade is now Samantha. <laughs> Got so so like obviously like Leanne kept saying, you're not every they're not the whole person. You're never gonna be able to take on the whole person. But you're in a, a very heightened emotional space and empathetic space mm-hmm. and like the f- f- field of energy obviously is like a little bit more awake in that environment. Like you know women's like cycles can align because of yeah. being so, in, like there's whole lots of like shared so, experience. So, so I'm I'm thinking about Obviously, there's some kind of even in this human design thing they talk about aura and aura is like three meter radius around you is like the energy that you put out. Yeah. Like, quote unquote energy, because we can't really define it. Instead, uh, in a way that does not sound hocus pocus. Yeah. So the energy around you. And and just to put it in a little bit more, just to support this argument, yeah. if your best friend arrives at your house and she's like huffing and puffing and sweating and swearing and being like oh my god i had the fucking worst day everything is shit like that affects you right yeah, yeah. so that's like a very simplistic yeah, version yeah, of yeah, an aura exactly. anyway so c- carry on so now that your serotonin things the receptors the serotonin receptors are like extremely heightened it makes you more capable of reading things around yes. you. Yes, okay. So that's how it makes sense in my brain. Okay, cool. So that's good. I like that. So it's okay. a little more logical explanation. So now this person has stepped into the circle and assumed the character or life or feelings of the nominated Samantha. Yeah. And then they're asked to like express what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So the first person kind of steps in and says, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling grounded, feeling calm, happy, or whatever. And obviously, the other lady, Samantha, is looking at her, smiling and affirming. Yeah. And obviously, like you said, I think it's a little bit of like you reading the people throughout the day. Yeah. yeah. And also this like shared emotion and very heightened yeah, yeah. mental space that you're in. So it's not necessarily that there's like a spiritual thing, but just hang on. <laughs> Let's just get to the next part. <coughs> then they invite the grandmothers in, which is like either one grandmother or it's like the actually representative of your lineage. So it's yeah. not... But it usually is the voice or the, the character of your yeah, grandma that you know. But it's, yeah, it's the lineage that is invited into the circle. Mm-hmm. So then Samantha nominates another person to come in as her grandmothers. Yeah. And she's now watching the grandmothers approach this person who's representing her. And um, the grandmother... Oh, what actually happened is... <laughs> I'm just going to use Natasha's name because I don't think she'll really care. Okay. But... Natasha was invited in as the grandmothers in this hypothetical one that I'm describing right now. And um, before she was even invited in, she was like, I have a feeling too. What do I, what do I, but I also feel something about, about Samantha. Okay. Like, what, when do I get to go? And then Leanne looks at her and she's like, Samantha, Samantha, I think this might be your grandmother's. Let's invite the grandmothers in. So then Natasha gets up and she's like, yes. I, okay. And then she says something so sweet she was like you don't have to be so self-conscious and then samantha just starts crying like Mm. and obviously i mean there's 
like Natasha is also an, an EQ high high EQ woman and probably read some of the language about language but I mean it's something that a grandmother would say yeah and even the way like it came in it was just so remarkably it appeared so accurate yeah and this lady uh, Samantha was just like that's my my dad's mom like she was like I know who that is mm-hmm. And yeah, you have to have a buy-in and like you have to be open to these things to yeah. participate. But it was like really beautiful experience. And then they invited the divine in. So I was invited in as the divine. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can, I, can I say one thing before yeah. we get to this point? Even if this is like complete hocus pocus and these people heal through these methods it's fun like, yeah exactly why not give it a fucking shot yeah 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 that's a and and when I get to the end of the story like it actually doesn't matter what's real or not because it works like it's yeah. mind fucking blowing anyway so and I'm gonna talk through it all because the stages up to it is also part of why yeah. it's like so magical so um, I was invited in as the divine and I mean when you step into that space it's like emotional and it is like a strange shift because you obviously your brain is going okay I am now Samantha what am I feeling and whether it's perceptive or spirits or like you're transcending into another space whatever it is you feel something new yeah you do yeah oh yeah okay wait I'm getting to the next one so um yeah so I and I was just my, the feeling was and I had words to say, and I didn't think I would. I stood there and I was like, oh, what am I going to say to these people? <laughs> I'm definitely not the divine. But anyway, whatever. Um, and the words came out. They were just, and it was just like, you're, you've chosen an amazing path. And you, like, good things are coming. More good things. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's like quite generic, but it just felt like the right thing to say. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and then we did the second constellation. We're going to... Let's call this person Jamie. Tiffany. 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 Okay, so Tiffany is now nominated. I'm the name bank, remember? Yes. Thank you. Tiffany's nominated. So Tiffany was a little bit older than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, And she had... She was wearing, like, her her scars. She Like, she had a lot of attempted suicide marks, and it was... You could see she's been through a lot, but she's beautiful. She's like got the perfect, beautiful face of someone who's lived a life, a good life where they found joy in the end. And obviously she's come to this path a little bit later, but she's healed through it. And it's Mm. quite amazing to see because you can see how some people can go through a whole life of just living in pain. And they don't even know why. Like, you know, it's not necessarily something that happens or doesn't happen it's just some people just have it yeah anyway so she steps in i mean sorry so so she nominates actually samantha so they nominated each other which is quite sweet oh yeah no wait yeah okay i can't remember now my names are getting mixed up but anyway so she nominates someone to come into the circle and uh, this lady steps in and she's like oh it was natasha actually natasha steps in and she goes i feel angry this is not a not a feeling I am accustomed to feeling. I don't feel angry, but I feel angry. Like she was so surprised, and you could see. Natasha isn't an angry person. No, and like for context. She and but and she's so expressive, and like honest in herself that, she also like you could see 
there were times of the day when she was like, I don't really get this. What's going like what, you know, she wasn't ever pretending to participate. Mm. She was participating or not participating. And in that moment she was fully, it was incredible. Like the change in her emotion Mm. from before this like concern for this person to immediately being full of anger, like Mm. full of rage. It was, it was wild. And, um, then they invited the grandmothers in and there was like, so in the other scene, the grandmother walked straight up to the person, like the child. It was like the spatial awareness also changes. This grandmother came in, but she stood like on the other side of the circle. And um, Natasha was like, why are you standing so far away? <laughs> like, what was wrong with you? And you could see Tiffany processing this interaction and obviously she's done this many times I know that she's been on dances before but I'm sure it's different every time and that interaction was just so like cold but real and mm-hmm. it was intense and like eventually they, they worked kind of worked through it and then they invited the divine in and I was the divine again and um, yeah what I what I said to Tiffany was it first was actually so what I first thought was it's been a long and painful road but we've made it like it's okay yeah but then also at the same time I was like like you are enough and you are it's you you're the one who's worthy of this life like you didn't need to look for affirmation from someone else but there was like so many things at the same time anyway I said like half of it and then some of that because I was also nervous because she's Mm. looked so like emotional but um the beauty was like after both of those two in fact after all the constellation all four of us were like hugging one another processing someone's trauma and feeling it and like holding it for them it was beautiful like and sharing it but also you know giving them the space to find a new little patch of healing in that or whatever because it doesn't happen overnight it's like so yeah that was quite beautiful so then we rested a little bit I think again or oh I think we had a top up actually before the second dance so yeah. we had a second glass um, with more mushrooms and then the second dance was a little bit longer because they usually have three dances I think oh yeah they were load shooting so there was load shooting so they kind of shifted things around um, and that second dance I could feel my like spirit waking up it was magical like and it was probably combination of like that emotional experience and just seeing how people process and heal through this being a little bit terrified for my own consolation to come but also just like being so grateful to be doing this i was like this is wild Mm. like this is life experience that will change my life forever no matter what the outcome is Mm. i will come out of this with a fucking story like regardless of what happens which is so exhilarating and exciting and i was just like yo this is so i was feeling so positive which was also so new for me in such a long time i and then the dance that second round of dance was you also said you were extremely grateful to be alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt this, like, all for the beauty around me and, like, gratitude for the earth and my life that's here. And, like, I remember just thinking, why am I so worried about all this stupid shit? Like, none of it matters. We have we have so much. And, like, you hang on to so much for what? Like, it was just so loud ringing in my ears. And, like, 
feeling the earth and the thorns and the sand and the ground and the things beneath my feet and then then I got really fucking into it and I was doing like wild wild thing yoga dancey things into like whatever rolling around and jumping around and springing around like a ballerina which was and like like running around like I had so much energy for life I was just like and also knowing that it was not gonna carry on forever and this was I'm not gonna get to dance like this again for who knows how long mm. I was like I'm doing this I'm in I was like panting and puffing and dying and because I'm not obviously not that fit to dance for two okay. hours straight 45 minutes already dancing for 45 minutes that's a long ass time and my legs are stiff yeah so stiff so yeah that second round of dance was I did I felt like a part of my soul healing and like some of the ice melting and and shedding of this like intense guilt and stress over things that actually don't really matter so yeah then we had another bit of a rest I think and then a kind of evening um started oh sorry just want to say before I finish on the dance the fucking playlist was banging Ryan nailed it so he had like big speakers as well so it was loud like Mm -hmm. it was really rad it was like you could feel the music as well you know yeah and he played this perfect balance of like rhythmic African or like tribal vibes with like women singing or speaking poetry but also this like electro kind of beats but there was chilled moments and then it would pick up and there were parts when I was like jumping because it was so I was like this is the best song ever (laughs) (laughs) I actually want to ask him for some of them because it's just so nice to put on in the background like anyway and outdoors yeah because it feels natural music and yeah there was also a moment when I was dancing vigorously and I was just like oh my god if my brother saw me right now he'd have a heart attack (laughs) he would probably literally be like I'm taking you to a hospital or an institution you've lost your mind mind." (laughs) (laughs) and I also I laughed in the moment because I was like I have I've crossed over into a world that I never thought I would investigate like I never thought I'd be a weed smoking hippie that does spring dances and takes drugs and like talks to the trees and shit whatever <laughs> like what the fuck is happening <laughs> but we're here now um, so anyway so then we did the last two constellations so Natasha went first and I went last and um, Natasha rep- I represented her so walked into the space and there was like so it was so and they did say it would be confusing for Natasha and I because we're friends mm. so it's like there's a little bit of a blurriness there so I did kind of feel like I know this because I know this yeah but yeah I just felt and I felt it too but also I don't know where it came from that moment I was yeah. like this is I feel burdened but strong like and I know I know she's strong and I know she's got a lot on her plate so it might have been but anyway and I was like I don't really know what else to say like uh, and I, well, I was just honest I was like um, that's what I feel I don't really know I'm not going to make shit up now yeah. so like okay let's invite the grandmothers in so um, they invite actually Samantha the first lady mm. comes in and she kind of stands right next to me and I like look at her <laughs> and she looks at me and we were kind of like I don't really know what to say 
Yeah. So then they invited Natasha closer and they kind of said, okay, what maybe you can ask a question or this. So they try and like stimulate the process. So I think the grandmother asked, how are you doing or something? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then Natasha said, I don't know, they had like a thing and they were kind of, obviously there's lots of emotions going around and you don't always hear what the people are discussing with Ryan and Leanne because yeah. it's also a little bit private. So yeah, whatever. And then they said, um, why don't you try saying like, it's hard for me to receive support. So Natasha said, it's hard for me to receive support. And then the grandmothers came and they just put, she put her hands on my shoulders and immediately I just started, like I felt this immediate sense of like, thank God someone is here, mm. but not for myself like it was such an intensely out of, it was like out of body but also in body but in my mind but in someone it felt like <laughs> so weird and and I said as well this is I don't need this but it's fucking nice like that's how I felt and then Natasha obviously it was like a strong connection for her so then they invited the divine in and um, I actually can't really remember what she said oh she said um, everything is a lesson in life. Just keep learning. And that was also interesting because I do think... That, that is interesting. It wasn't like... She almost didn't acknowledge the discussion. Yeah. But she went straight to like a different route of a different thing. Yeah. That Natasha maybe needed to hear, which is very fucking interesting. Also very applies to her life at the moment. Yeah. Which is just crazy. And I think like a character like hers that is so strong and independent does r- risk falling into their own bad habits and not listening to anyone else mm. and I think that openness to learning is important for someone who's like that strong and yeah. whatever so anyway that was very interesting so then it was my turn and I was like fucking petrified because the whole day had gone so well and I, and it was now dark and the fire was going was there fire and there was the candles and I was just kind of like well this is now scary and not me and it's the last one and like the emotions were running high by this point because you've also done all these things and I'm tired and I've danced the whole day and um, I asked Tiffany the second girl to go lady to go and represent me she's actually older she's a lot older than me but I just think resonated with her trauma you know like feeling like you because she clearly just felt like she didn't belong and she earlier had said like I didn't ask for this life when the grandmothers and her were Mm -hmm. having a thing and so obviously your grandmothers represent your mothers your grandmother everyone and I had like such difficulties growing up like I just hated being alive not alive I didn't ever want I didn't ever have suicidal tendencies but I was just like this is bullshit like I don't like anyone no one likes me I can't fit I don't want to fit in I don't fit in any way like I'm doing everything wrong I'm guilty because I'm not godly enough da, 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 or whatever whatever, whatever. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this shit yeah and I get that and yeah we kind of connected and I think the gentleness about her also like makes me feel safe so I was like mm. okay so she walked in and she walked around the space a bit and she said feel good and then she said I feel restored but brittle like I'm finding myself or like I'm whole again or something like that but that it's Franklin for goodness sake we are trying to record a podcast <laughs> um, yeah something like that like I'm, I'm still damaged but whole again or whatever mm. 
And obviously, as soon as she says it out loud, I also just like cried and it was this rush of emotion because it is, it's like I feel for the first time today, I was like, oh, I feel like myself again. But then immediately there was this fear of like, this can be taken away or I can go back to the dark place again at any time or whatever. And today is proof that it's not easy. Like it's Mm. been a tough day. But yeah, and then... And then I think I didn't they asked me to ask a question or she couldn't express something else so they let's bring the grandmothers in so Natasha came in as my grandmothers and also kind of stood close but like awkwardly and yeah she just said I don't know actually I don't know what to say and the Tiffany who was representing me also just said I actually don't know I don't know what to say and it was like this weird awkward silence that was so different to the other three experiences and also I kind of looked at it and I was like yeah well what would anyone say like we've had a long fucking traumatic journey all of us like Mm -hmm. my mom mom and my grandmother on my biological father's side Mm -hmm. and my mom's mom Mm -hmm have had very tough lives. And I grew up, when my, when it was just me and my mom, it was tough, eh? Like, there's so much trauma from the way we were treated. And like, I mean, I'm not gonna get into all of the details, but, and never mind the, the church and the dynamic of like, like oppression in that environment that we were in. Not that all churches are like that, but we were in a very, oppressive environment that was very like guilting and and conditioning and all of those things and I mean yeah there was the uh, never mind like all the adult stories that people get trauma in as well which I'm sure I could tell you lots of but the point is I also I just said I was like I don't even know like I'm not angry with anyone Mm. I'm just I'm not even really that hurt anymore I'm just like cold and that's what it felt like I felt they were like what do you feel like what do you see down there how what do you want to ask something and I was just like it feels like a fucking rock like it like when I get down to the dark place there's nothing there but stone cold stone like it's ice it's so cold I don't there was no there was fucking nothing like after this whole day of magic and and like beauty and experiencing all these different emotions and transcending in certain ways and this dance and rediscovery it got to this point when I was like I was devastated in the moment I was like oh my god this is there's so much darkness down there there's so it felt like there was a never ending tunnel of darkness like I couldn't even begin to see where the pain started mm. and I didn't really understand it because obviously I haven't had like like there's tra- trauma worse than mine obviously mm. you know it wasn't like it was mine. It was just there, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I didn't look at it and go, I'm afraid of this because I know what's in there. I was like, I fucking have no idea what's down there. I don't think this is my shit, but it's there, it's yeah. inside me. Anyway, so they're like, okay, let's bring the divine in. So the divine comes in and um, she says, you're being very brave, but you don't have to do this alone. And I know that's like, what I try and do. I've been better with you. Obviously, you've been an amazing support in the last couple of years. But 
if we look back on the last three weeks, four weeks, even like one of the things that my brother said to me was that he wished I'd reached out to him and said, I'm not okay, you know, like I need help. And I never even thought about asking anyone besides you to to help me while I'm in this dark space or depressive state, so whatever. Um, so yeah, it was quite, and then like, Leanne and Ryan came and just sat with me for a bit because they were like, it's okay, you know, it's not, there'll be other rounds and you can have other discoveries, but yeah, they said um, a few, yeah, there was a discussion about generational trauma, which we didn't get into too much, but kind of gave me this insight to what it might be. They just said that you don't know everything that's happened to your parents, your grandparents, their parents, their grandparents, etc., etc. And it might even be that they did bad things. It might like that they might be like murder in your lineage. You don't like you don't know. Yeah. And that level of trauma like being murdered or murdering a human or whatever it is, like there's lots of other things that I don't want to say right now, but that sits with you Mm. forever, right? I mean, you have to be in a certain space to to get to that point. And and you were saying something, yeah, get into that now. So the way I kind of had to rationalize it for myself again, I, I read some research recently about how they saw how like chronic stress physically alters your DNA structure and chronic stress can be due to trauma or it can be due to like long shitty working conditions or you're just like a very stressful person blah 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 to all the different reasons but that stress can physically alter your DNA so thinking about how your DNA is then carried through to another person that change in DNA could go to generations after you yeah Exactly. And if you do buy into the idea of ancestral spirituality or like lineage really mean, meaning something being ingrained in your personality and your spirit and your being or whatever, you know, that's what's, <laughs> Franklin, um, that is what's carried through. Like, you know, especially because human nature is all about survival. You don't. In, you're not gonna imprint your positive experiences on your bones. You're gonna imprint all the negative ones so that the next generations don't experience that as well. Now I'm really taking poetic <laughs> liberties here, but I, I like it. Um, so anyway, it was what I said to Lawrence when when we started driving, or at some point when we were driving home. That that was my biggest fear is I was going to look for answers and all I found was a longer tunnel of darkness with no answers Mm. and more questions and it was great like and in the moment when we were doing the constellation when Ryan said like lean in a little closer like what do you feel because that's where the power is right is when you face it and you go Mm. deeper and you go darker and and you see what's there and you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I went there. It was fucking dark. I was like, okay, there's something bad here. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it comes from. But it might not be my shit to deal with. Like, I can't fix everyone's problems. And I think that was the lesson for me, which I needed. And, like, my whole life has been 
primarily centered around making other people happy obviously because i have deep rooted and abandonment issues but but to to go to the darkest space for me and realize that i actually can't fix it i can't like it's it would take many, 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 many San Pedro trips and probably lots of other drugs to go deep enough to fix it. But also, maybe I don't want to. Maybe you don't have to. And that's okay. And that was, that was it. I like ended the day and I was like, you know what? This was my fear that I'd find something horrible. But 90% of the day, in fact, the whole fucking day was so magic that it didn't matter. Mm. I found it. I was like, cool. It's there. Thank you. I know what's happening now. I have my peace we'll figure this out tomorrow or whatever hypothetically tomorrow um and yeah it was traumatizing but releasing and it was fucking incredible and i actually i don't think i would have ever gotten to that place without that kind of drug assistance if you know what i mean yeah like with all the therapy in the world because how would you know like because the problem is people try and link it to something that has happened in your lifetime yeah and the reality is that i don't think that that darkness that's in me that i've always felt my whole life i don't think it is mine Mm. i don't think it was my dad's or my mom's i think it's built up over years and i think our line like if i think about my yaya my biological dad's mom she is strong and fucking independent yo she's a strong woman like and if she's like that i mean it runs in the family and that Mm -hmm. comes from somewhere strength and independence like that comes from trauma it doesn't just come yeah it it doesn't and you know what like seeing that and understanding it it's just so it puts it into perspective as well you're like okay cool there's a problem but it's not my problem or it's not mine to fix right now or whatever And I'm hoping that this seeps into the rest of my life where I also don't, because I'm quite hard on Lawrence as well when he doesn't say exactly the right thing to me in the right moment or when we're having a fight and his tone isn't what I think it should be. And you know, like, that's me projecting my set of perfect boundaries and values on someone else and like to accept that that person is never going to fit into your mold like takes understanding that imperfection is just part of the beauty and if i think about how beautiful the day was it almost needed that severe dark spot to amplify the rest as well because only through suffering oh no only through suffering true joy is found something like that wisdom but also like in times of war is when you notice the benefits of peace who said it? it was there's people today said something like that but yeah it kind of plays to the contrast Dan and Tracy yeah yeah so um that was an incredible fucking life changing experience and I highly recommend it I'm gonna try and get my mom to go with me to one I'm definitely we're going together mm. um because I think the the reality is around these plant medicines as they call them and call them drugs <laughs> around the plant medicines is if there's darkness there it's because it's there so if you have a bad experience to embrace it and try and move through it to try and get to the bottom of it or understand yourself better is so empowering like mm. It might be scary, but... Lean in a little bit. Is lean in. Yeah, when he said it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm ready as well. Because you know what? This past, like, 
being depressed or being slightly unhappy or whatever might be comfortable and it might be easy because it's what you're familiar with but facing the darkness and coming out with like some kind of a clarity for yourself is fucking cool Mm. so yeah so then we drove home and then I told Lawrence all about it and he was just so amazing he arrived and we were doing our little closing discussion everyone said beautiful things it was really yeah it was like also this incredibly deep connection to people that I barely know and that was also in itself so magical like how often do you share that kind of experience with even a friend Mm. like not even I don't mean the drugs I mean like talk about your problems and your past and your life and share about your feelings with your real friends like you barely do it with them never mind a stranger like it was so beautiful I actually just look I was fucked up the next day (laughs) It definitely takes it out of you, but <laughs> but I really highly recommend it. So, for those of you who are interested in this, um, I think you can send us a DM. Send us a DM, and we'll send the details. It's uh, I think the Instagram page is Journey Work or San Pedro Journey Work, or you can Google Ryan San Pedro Journey Work, and something will come up because they are on the internet. I actually <laughs> looked this up before oh. before the episode, but we'll post it in the in the comments or in the whatever description of this thing yeah um honestly cannot recommend it enough like it will change your life and fuck me like I felt so alive and I'm so excited for the next phase phase of our lives like it's not gonna be easy but it's gonna be good and that's amazing so amazing (laughs) so thanks for listening to me talk for a full hour now yeah so now it's my turn (laughs) Uh, once again we would like to sincerely thank our sponsors today Um, uh, Rock Candle you can check them on Instagram who paid absolutely zero in fact they cost us money (laughs) I I stole the rocks (laughs) it's true I mean, I borrowed the rocks from the earth. No one's going to arrest me for it. I think you should just be quiet now. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful or interesting or insightful or curious, curious, curiosity inspiring. Whatever. (laughs) I'm tired now. Have a wonderful week, guys. We're coming to you from under the Bogan Villa and it is Lexi Monselio. And just Lawrence. Lawrence, you gotta say Lawrence, then I gotta oh. say just Lawrence. <laughs> and it's Lawrence. <laughs> just Lawrence. Yes, just Lawrence. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs>